Hey guys. Bienvenidos. And welcome to the Latino Card. I'm JJ Saldana. I'm Nicole Foy. And I'm Rebecca Bellion. And we are recording in the Radio Boise studio today. And we have a couple of different things to talk about right now. We are going to take some of our first questions from listeners. So thank you so much for those of you who sent in questions. For those of you who thought about it and didn't, you should do it next time because we need more questions. <laughs> and also it. later on, we're going to talk about our logo, I guess. Is that what you call it? <laughs> what, you know, the Latino sure. cards. Yeah. Well, yeah. What is, what are the cards on the Latino card? That's right. Um, and in case you've wondered, if you didn't wonder at all, we're going to talk about it. So <laughs> whether you want to hear it or not. So in the first podcast and in recent podcasts, and I believe on Twitter, uh, we really asked for our listeners to give us some feedback and ask us any kind of questions. And we actually got a few questions. And I don't know if you guys understand how ecstatic we were when we saw that people were actually asking us questions. I think most of these are going to be anonymous, but we picked out um, a couple. Actually, we're, we're not leaving any questions out. We're, we're answering all of the ones that we got in this podcast. And we're so excited um, and we just want to mention that we're going to be answering these questions, but we definitely want you guys to continue asking these questions because we were so excited. And a lot of these questions, I mean, really, all of them are incredibly thought provoking. And we really, really appreciate that. Um, really, all of the conversations that I have had about um, this podcast have been very thought provoking. People come up and they have um, just really thought through comments they have feedback they have all kinds of but it's always just such an intelligent conversation um and so i think that says a lot about the audience that we're talking to i think you guys are you guys are pretty you guys are pretty cool you guys are pretty smart we like that um so we do have some questions and we're going to start out answering um listener questions so uh nicole do you want to start with the first one yeah so the first question that i got was does the guy at the taco truck think I suck for not knowing any Spanish? Which is, I think, a very great, important question and not something I can relate to. So, <laughs> like, like well, I get that. That's probably that probably is hard. <laughs> I don't think he thinks you suck. He does not. Um, no. I think he's grateful for the business, but I think if you try to speak Spanish, I think he'd even like you even more. Even if your Spanish isn't great, I think people appreciate it when you try. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, trying is trying is good. Yeah, I mean, if you are even attempting to just help bridge that gap, because they most likely have put in a lot of effort learning English so that they could have this business in a place like Idaho. And so it they always really appreciate it if you speak to them in Spanish. But if you don't, that's what they learned English for. Like that's they have to do that to set up a business. And they're they're just appreciative that you have become a patron at their taco truck wherever they're at. And to whoever asked this question, I'm giving you a thumbs up because they don't think you suck. <laughs> they do not. Well, no. it was like kind of like an addition onto this question, though, because this is something I do struggle with, especially as a reporter, is sometimes I worry about offending someone, especially someone who I want to interview. And so I'm asking them to, you know, be willing to ask questions. Sometimes I get worried about wanting to of offending, not wanting to offend someone by jumping into it and assuming they only speak right. Spanish or only yeah. English. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't. Like, that's, that's, really no, yeah, that's, that's a different. possibility. That's a possibility. So, like, I feel so sometimes, like, that's my first thing is just like, we can speak in Spanish. But if not, sometimes I don't want to offend someone by being like, oh, well, you obviously look like you don't speak English, which, like, yeah. I hope no one would think that. But that is something I wonder. So, I, I don't know. Have you guys ever 
been yeah, offended absolutely. by someone assuming you don't speak English? <laughs> Nobody's or, ever yeah. <laughs> assumed that. I have a very specific look and oh. it is not a very brown person look. But I do remember that most of the jobs that I had before, like during college and before I, I became a professional, um, most of the jobs I had were in customer service. And a lot of the times they hired me because I was bilingual. Um, and so when customers would come in and if they spoke Spanish, I was the one that was assumed to work with them. But again, that is like, how do you know who comes in and they want service in Spanish just by looking at them? You can't know. So I always assumed that everybody spoke English until it became really, really obvious that they were struggling. And then I would kind of just slip in still. I would just continue talking to them in English. And then I would just slip in in Spanish and just say, just so you know, I do speak Spanish if you prefer that. And then they'd always be like, oh, well, thank goodness. Like, um, yeah, let's let's continue in Spanish. I've never had anybody ask me that that I can remember anybody's assumed that I spoke one or the other. I'm comfortable with people speaking to me in either language, so I'm cool. I think the guy at the taco bus, you're cool. You're at least trying. At the taco bus? There is one taco bus. Oh, sorry, the taco truck. <laughs> it is in Nampa, and it is the best. There's one taco bus. Okay, so I've been scolded. Yeah. <laughs> so the next question um, we got from a listener um, who identifies as a white woman. And she asked us, essentially, she wants to know, how can I, as a white woman, celebrate the Latino culture without going too far and appropriating culture? So um, she, she feels like she's always just trying to be very cautious and she's trying to be very uh, respectful. Um, but she wants to know kind of like what, how, how does she cross that line into appropriation versus just appreciation? Because she does not want to do that. Is this somebody who listened to our Cinco de Mayo podcast yeah. and got really, really or, freaked out? Yeah, probably. <laughs> is it the advertiser? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, is it the advertiser? No, I actually appreciate this question. No. <laughs> it would be great if it was the advertiser, yeah. though. It'd be great if somebody, you know, learned a lesson. Mm. So I do appreciate this question because I think yeah. asking is one of the things you do. I think asking questions, if you think something's offensive, it probably is, but you can always ask and, you know, tell them, you know, plead ignorance and say, I have this question. Um, I think going to events is a big way to show your support. You don't have to necessarily go to every event, but if you go to events, I think that shows a lot of support as well. And by events, you mean like things like Latino Fest or, mm -hmm. you know, Dia de los Niños, things mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Like if it's not your culture it is hard to know, you know, like what's what's okay and what's not. And I totally get the concern from people who want to participate, want to be supportive, but also, you know, see plenty of examples of people who are not. And I would say, first of all, if you're thinking about these things, you're probably on the right path because True. most of the problems are from people who say things... Who, who think they get it. Who think, well, or, or just who just say like, oh, you know, who are defensive and and, yeah. and don't ask because that's the thing you should ask. And it doesn't mean like you have to live your entire life like walking on eggshells. But again, like if you are wondering if there's a problem, it's probably worth giving it a second, a second check. And um, I don't know. Also, too, it's just it's just important to remember like a, what a lot of the rhetoric is in the country right now. And so you could and just at least be understanding about What's in the news about, for example, like specifically Mexicans today is um, really hurtful to a lot of people. 
And so if you're not approaching it as something like as a celebration or as a participation or as just like a viewing, not these people as like an other, but just like part of your community. I think that's the key is like if you're not if you're not categorizing Latinos as like this other group that you don't understand, but I'm going to take all their extra stuff and just enjoy it and not participate with the people. That's that's the key. I, I think it's remember that we're we're a community yeah. and and if you treat people like you're the way you treat people who you're in community with is much different than the way you treat people who you view as someone very different from you. Yeah. And there are different levels of kind of an approach to a um, a community that you don't know too much of. So at the bottom, there's tolerance. Like you just kind of put up with this community. You don't know too much about it, but you're just like, fine, you do you. I don't get it, but that's fine. And then kind of like maybe the next level up is acceptance, which is different than tolerance. So just like, you know what? You are who you are. I understand a little bit about your culture and, you know, I accept it like I, I, you know, I'm not just putting up with it. I think it's wonderful. And then the next step up would be celebration where you celebrate somebody else's culture. You, you stand next to them as an ally and you tell them, you know, or you say to the community, you know, that I will fight for your rights with you or I will, you know, I will, I will celebrate you. who you are, like celebrate it, shout it out loudly. And then I, I would say like the top of it would be advocacy. So like if you can advocate for that community, if you dedicate a lot of your time to advocating for that community, um, you know, then I think that you you can almost call yourself a part of that community. So that's why, you know, for example, the LGBT community, the, the full set of letters is LGBTQIA plus there's there's more, but the A stands for ally. Because if you're if you're advocating for that community, if you're, you know, getting arrested in the Capitol for add the words or whatever, you could you are very much part of that community as well. Even if you yourself don't identify as, you know, some something other than heterosexual or cisgender. So um, there are different levels, but certainly, you know, if you're not wanting to appropriate somebody's culture, a good way to start is um, look at yourself and where you're at. Not only just kind of on that ladder, but look at yourself and where what you surround yourself with. So if if you don't have any friends from that community, like probably don't go around dressing like them, trying to talk like them when you don't have anybody in your life that you're actively learning from and, and celebrating with, um, you know, and if you that that kind of keeps you on the outside. So if you're you have friends that are just of the same culture as you, um, I would say be be careful about the way you approach other cultures because you will be much more of an outsider and like i said ask questions and if somebody does tell you it's offensive and it's being told more than once chances are then it really is offensive and you shouldn't be offended by being told that it is offensive you should realize yeah. you know what maybe i won't say or do that again and think about things and it's like okay that. it's okay to make a mistake out of ignorance mm -hmm. the first time but once you start defending your actions and saying like i i didn't offend you because i didn't mean to offend you um, well, then that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. yeah. And if someone's expressed, I mean, this is, this is always just the way that I go about things is if someone is saying that I hurt them, then it, it's, you know, it's, it's not really like worth, it's not, it doesn't mean anything to them. If I just say, I didn't mean to hurt you, they're still right. hurt. Right. And, and also too, like, you got to know too, that not everybody thinks the same way. And so just like asking like your one Latino friend, if this is right. fine, like, you have to be prepared that somebody else might not like that. You know, like I, I personally, like I, uh, I don't get offended by a lot of stuff, but that's because 
of the area I grew up in, there were a lot of things happening and, you know, you had, you had to have a thick skin, but that doesn't mean that just because like I don't, you know, get super mad about something doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't have a right to be, to say like, I don't like what you're doing because it affects me this and this and this way. Again, it's just really just like treating people as individuals and understanding that they bring with them a whole history and culture that may be very different than you. And, you know, you, it's, it's worth it to, in my opinion, it's worth it to be careful with each other and be kind to each other. Right. And the, (laughs) and the, the word Latino um, in itself um, contains a lot of what the term is called erasure. Erasure? Erasure. I don't know why that word is so weird to me right now. Erasure. (laughs) The point is, is that within that word, there are a lot of other, um, cultures inside of that. So they, we just have like this blanket word for what we deem as all brown people. And inside that, you have Mexicans. You have people who were born in Mexico. You have people who were born in the United States. You have people who are half Mexican. You have Peruvians. You have Cubans. You have all kinds of different cultures. And then within those cultures are, you know, those cultures in themselves are not monolithic. They have, you know, there's such a thing as like emo culture in Mexico. And there's such a thing as, you know, the the hip hop types and there's the country types and the cowboys. And, there you know, every culture has a different a lot of different aspects within itself, too. And so to have that one label kind of cover everybody, um, you know, leads to erasure. <laughs> I struggle with this word. Wait, today. wait, Rebecca, I need I need to know um, how are Mexican emos different? than u.s emos they're they're in mexico that's really the, <laughs> that's only, it. Difference. That's the only difference <laughs> they do the exact same thing they, they got the black hair and I the like i need to get you like a the map black, they're you google emo mexicans right now whatever you're doing stop what you're doing and google mexico emo and look at the pictures you will not regret it <laughs> i've seen them with my own two eyeballs Okay, and then we had one more question. JJ, do you remember what the question was? The question was, who is your favorite Latino actor? And so we got quite a bit of responses on that, didn't we? Yeah, people were answering on Twitter with gifts, which is the best way to answer. And so a lot of people said Diego Luna, um, Gael Garcia. um, Also handsome. Yeah. um, Rebecca, who's your favorite? Both of them. Both of them? Yeah. I think they're fantastic actors. Who's your favorite, JJ? Kind of like the majority of the cast from One Day at a Time. Mm-hmm. So sad that got canceled. Um, Rita Moreno is a, amazing. Well, what does she have? She just got another award, yeah, right? Yeah, she's a PGOT. She's a so PGOT. See, no. That means a Peabody Award, uh-huh. Emmy Award, um, Grammy Emmy? Award, Oscar, Oscar, and Tony Award yeah. winner. And if you and don't... she's the first Latina to get that. And there's only three people who have gotten it in general. And if you, for some reason, don't recognize Rita Moreno's name... She Shame was in West Side Story. That's all you need to know. She was on the Electric <laughs> she <was> awesome. Company. <laughs> she was the West Side Story lady. Yes. Um, she stole the show on West Side Story. Sure Maria who? No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what she won the Oscar and the Tony for. Yeah. Yeah. She's she, And she was, I mean, that was one of the first time because you know the the lead um oh gosh i can't remember who maria. played Ma- maria Natalie she won. wasn't yeah she was she's not even latina mm. so like it was a big deal at the time for rita moreno to be in west side story and to be so awesome yeah. she's just amazing that's why she's probably one of my favorites because she's she can sing she mm-hmm. can dance she can act i mean there's nothing she, she can do. She's, she's an icon and she's in her 80s right now and 
I remember reading an interview from one of her co-stars on One Day in Time saying she has a six-pack abs. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Let's see. Okay. My favorite. I'm just going to tell this because you guys yes. didn't ask me, so I'm just going to tell oh. who my favorite Oh, dear. <laughs> my favorite is Jimmy Smith. He's um, an amazing actor. He's amazing. He So he played. So the reason why first time I watched him in anything was he plays the presidential candidate at the end of The West Wing who supposedly – because this West Wing, you know, was made in the 90s. And so that was supposedly based on uh, Barack Obama's character, oh, actually. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know if that I hope I will check this. And if not, <laughs> Ash can edit it out because I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> but I remember being told that this was that it was supposedly based on a young Barack Obama. Wow. Um, but he was also in um, Mi Familia, um, which is a very famous Latino, Latino movie. Um, he was also in Star Wars. Um, yes. Who was he? Well, I don't remember his name, though. I'm not good at remembering Star Wars I'm not a big fan names. of that trilogy. Yeah. He was in... Um, you know how many Star Wars Murder, fans which are, is my favorite are cringing right now? Oh, he was Organa. Or- Organa. I don't know. We're going to not say this. Ash is going to cry <laughs> when she hears this, this part. She's going to um, cry. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Who else? Well, I like Salma Hayek quite a bit. I think mm-hmm. after watching mm-hmm. Frida, I'm like, wow, she's amazing. The movie's amazing. It's about one of our cultural icons. Mm-hmm. And so if you haven't seen Frida, I highly recommend that movie. And then um, Y Tu Mama También, which has Diego Luna and mm-hmm. Gael Garcia. Not very kid-friendly movie, but it's yeah, no. one movie that no. I think you should watch if you're over yes. 18. Mm-hmm. That one, Enamores Perros, which oh, had... Yeah. Um, I think just Gael Garcia Bernal out of yeah. the those Gael two. Garcia Bernal also did La Mala Educación, Bad Education. Mm-hmm. Again, not a kid-friendly movie, but it's an amazing movie. There you go. You guys have a lot of movie watching to do right now. Yeah. We should put up a list of yes. all the... Yeah. We can send one to have put up from our Twitter yeah. account. Perfect. Love okay. it. Okay. Well, the other thing we wanted to talk about today was what are the cards on the Latino card? So if you've noticed our logo, you'll notice that we have um, three, for those of you who aren't familiar with Lotaria, they're like three, like look like three playing cards that right. have our names on them. And you might have been wondering, what what is this? <laughs> who, wants, who wants to explain? JJ, why don't you explain Lotaria? Lotaria? To me, I just always say it's Mexican bingo. It's yeah. very... Um, it's been part of my personal culture. I've, re- I've been playing Lotria since I can remember. And we've always used um, be- beans, beans. Um, for, for beans. the tokens um, on there. And um, we play it every Thanksgiving with my family. We play. Um, it's just always been a part of me. Um, so and, so I never also, played. Oh, I never played. So explain. How do you how do you play? Yeah, so no. It's like bingo, basically. Oh my goodness. Or, and so, um, you know, there's somebody reads out the card. The way we've done it, I don't know if, if how much... It's played it, a little differently, family to family. So, yeah. like, some put the beans on as the cards are called. Some, like, start out with the beans all on them and then take them yes. off once the card is called. So, like, instead of bingo, instead of, like, B12 or, like, G42 or whatever it is, in, in Loteria, the what you draw, you have a, a stack of cards... And you draw the card, and it's just a uh, just a picture of something. So there's a dama, which translates to a, a, a lady. There's a, um, a musico, which is a musician. And it has just like a little picture of what it's talking about. And then the name of it, the label at the bottom. And then your loteria card, like the, the one that you play with, um, has, you know, I think it's like four across and five down or something. Um, you don't get the free middle space, but it's just all of those and everybody's got a different one. And so it's the first one to completely get all of the ones on your card. You win. There's typically betting involved. 
Um, although there's usually not a lot of money involved. It's a family <laughs> thing. It's all be nice. Where do those images come from, though? Like, what is what what is it based on? There, so from what I understand, at the time, since Loteria is forever years old, at the time they were just um, they random. Um, you know, it was just like La Chalupa is the lady who sells flowers in the like the boat, the canoe. Um, there's a Diablo, a devil. There's a sun, a boot. You know, it was just very kind of random. But then, you know, once Loteria became a huge part of Mexican culture, then these kinds of things, you know, kind of grew a life of their own. And they have like, you know, this some iconic meaning. Um, but at the time, they didn't really mean anything. They're just things. Well, I always I always was told and I don't know if this was like entirely made up that they were kind of linked to like like tarot like reading. oh maybe it yeah. is kind of tarot because they look like what like pictures of what you what you said and i think that's like why like my family never did that is because like my mom was not about that oh, and so like that's I what i was like i i always just thought they were like they're like a mexican version of a tarot tarot card because like they we didn't well they have tarot card yeah too. but like, we didn't that. i don't i don't know i've always just wondered because like my, it's, i mean it sounds plausible for sure so i never even thought about that yeah i didn't either actually because they have like a lot of the similar like that's I cannot. I, I can't say that word either. Icon. 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 Terrible. Iconography. 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 Listen, having two languages in your head is we exhausting. Need to, yeah. <laughs> we need to go take a nap. So yeah. I guess there is some sayings to each one. I just looked it up. And, oh, there's um, actually. So there's sayings. like an actual. It's associated riddle that goes with each card when you pull it up. So. Well, since you guys are the ones who picked the three for us because you guys t like let's let's That's, talk about the yeah. ones that match are on our names yeah. and why you picked them because i didn't get to pick mine you, we you guys picked, picked yours mine. and we picked yours because <laughs> well the way and i i'll go ahead and speak for us rebecca but the reason we picked um nicole's was because we pretty much felt okay you're going to be the heart of the show so you got the heart <laughs> El corazón. and so you asked for it <laughs> i did ask for you to explain and, um, <laughs> yeah so yeah nicole you're el corazón because we feel like you're the heart of the show um, and then the Loteria card, like it's a super literal heart. Like it isn't the little kind of cartoony looking heart. It's an actual like beating with the aorta sticking with out. An arrow with an arrow through it. Through it. With a, yeah. So, so you're our that's bleeding Nicole. Heart. <laughs> bleeding heart. Uh, that's what my dad thinks too. <laughs> Great. We're all on the same page. Yeah. Good. I like your dad already. <laughs> well then, okay. Then what about your guys's? I'll explain yours, JJ, and you okay. explain mine. So JJ is the star, La Estrella. And really, if you think about it, there isn't really much more explaining that we need to do. <laughs> JJ is undoubtedly he is just the star. The brilliant star. <laughs> the shining star. Oh, thanks. It's pretty self-explanatory, <laughs> I think. Well, and we picked the rose, um, you would think, because of the flower for Rebecca, but it's really the thorn. The thorn and the rose. Because <laughs> she's right. really thorny and, yeah. you know, she's the tough one of, of us. So We did also consider the, the bota boot. for her. The bota. Just so right, you know, like, where our train of thought was and who's really in charge of this podcast. Like, that's <laughs> who's the muscle behind yeah. this. Yeah, she, Rebecca is the muscle for sure. Yeah. She's the enforcer. Yes. That's what I say. Come at me. Yeah. We don't dare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um and so also the thing is too is like i've seen a lot of um 
so now now that we've established like what the loteria cards are there's also like now new versions of them have you guys seen it like the the millennial yes, I love that it's kind of going a little mainstream i yeah, feel like i don't know like going back to what we were talking about earlier on the podcast like is this appropriation or not or is this like a culture becoming more prominent which like there are a lot more latinos in the united states than there used to be so like like cantante one which has a picture of selena so i think that's really cool well i think there's like an avocado there's an avocado there's a man bun in there (laughs) (laughs) yeah too far yeah there's a appropriation yeah Yeah. (laughs) bring in the man bun yeah our culture the man bun's not part of our culture (laughs) well but i love it though i Mm -hmm. love because to me i mean i grew up in the united states i'm technically a millennial although I think I'm like an elder millennial I'm right at the cusp there but to me it's a really good like meld of my two cultures because I was born and raised here um you know so I I know all of these these references obviously but I also know Loteria and so I just love seeing the two of them put together I have crushing student loan debt so they put El Mundo which is in the original Loteria it's the guy who's holding the moon like an atlas I mean a, a moon the earth like an atlas, and it was like El Mundo, that the world. And they changed that to he's hold, he's being crushed by student loan debt. And I identify oh, with all of that. Oh, that's dark. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> it is, but no, I, yeah, I think it's also, real. I also think, you know, they had to get rid of some because they were not very appropriate. And so we had what, to get like rid what? of some. Like, of, so like had, the Sirena, that one? Oh, kind of. she's, she's topless. She's a topless mermaid. My mom, actually, when we were little kids, she made us color over it. her boobies <laughs> with pen. And, you know, so, yeah, and then, you know, they have El Borracho, which oh, is right. not kid-friendly. Um, so, yeah, I think they need to get rid of some and replace them with others. I mean, I, we, I had them when I was a kid. I grew up fine, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's up to you. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't go with uh-huh. that argument. <laughs> There's a reason you were the thorny one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Well, that is it for us today. Um, Please ask us more questions. Yeah, guys, we need more questions. So there's lots of different ways you can do that. You can tweet at us at the Latino card. You can, if you know our Twitter handles personally, you can also send us stuff there. That's fine. You can email latinocardidaho at gmail.com. And our DMs are open, so you can, if you want to stay anonymous, you can just send us a DM on at the Latino card. So please give Slide us more questions. Um, us we reserve the right to not answer some questions, but feel free ask whatever you want. If, yeah, if they're if you guys are are taking the questions seriously, then we'll take them seriously. But like the the questions that we received today, mm-hmm. um, they were fun and they were thought provoking. The the um, like I said. There, you guys must be really smart or something, um, because we we really thought long and hard about these these questions. So keep them coming, and we are just so incredibly excited. We don't want this to be a one way conversation. We want we definitely really do want to interact um, with the people who are listening to make sure that um, I think that you guys are are get sort of getting what we're trying to communicate. Um, so if if you have any direction that you think we should be going, let us know. Yeah, and, and and we want we want questions and comments and criticisms from yes. from gentle, anybody though. from and, and also we want questions from everybody. You know, yes. if you just moved to Idaho and didn't know there were any Latinos here, send us a question. If you want to know where the best taco spot is, send us a question. Mm-hmm. If you um, 
have lived here, if you're a Latino who's lived here your entire life and you want to know more about the community or ask us our opinion on something going on in the Idaho Latino community, hit us up. All of those places we listed, we will answer your questions. We do want to put in one quick disclaimer, though, which is something that we also talked about. And that is that we don't think that we, the three of us, represent like the entire Latino community. As we mentioned earlier, relax over there, JJ. That's what JJ thought. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not the point of this. We don't speak for everybody, which is part of also the reason why we have so many guests on our show. Um, We want to get as much of that out there as possible. So um, we can give you what we interpret as our answers, but we do not speak for the entire community. And if we don't know the answer, we will find someone who does. That's right. Thank you so much for listening. Um, As always, please share this with your friends. We are on SoundCloud. We are on Apple Podcasts. Maybe we'll be on other places soon. Who knows? You can always (laughs) find us on Twitter. Please subscribe, share, rate, review, all of those things. We love it. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Thank you. Hasta luego. Bye-bye.